What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I know I'm late today with the video. Sue me. <laughs> no, it's been a lot going on around uh, Chicago Bulls Central headquarters, I guess is what we're going to call it. Um, but today we're going to talk about the Bulls wins over the Blazers. Good Tony Bradley we got last game and going into the mailbag. Let's get into all that and more right after this. Okay, so first off, first, let's just acknowledge how good it is to see our Bulls team be able to play and not give up a lead, right? They they, they let them bounce back there for a minute. The Bulls got the lead of plus 20, and then they let them come back a little bit. But the Bulls were never at as big of a risk to completely let this game go in the second half like they've been in very many other games. And that's what made this one feel different. Yes, the Bulls could have executed a little bit better, but at the end of the day, the, the Blazers were really just red hot from three-point line if that if they weren't as hot as what they were and that is a rarity in the nba to be as hot as what the blazers were in this game if they weren't that hot this game looks completely different um completely different now the bulls i know people are going to point out you know the bulls gave up 116 points but really it just came because of the hot shooting from the portland trailblazers they shot 51 percent from the field overall 46 percent from three-pointer um uh, but the bulls were closing out pretty well on three-pointers the blazers were just hitting things shitting shots that normally they probably would not have fit. Now, the Blazers can't always, they're always a team that can get out offensively. And yes, the Bulls need to watch out for that. But I would say that the Bulls, yes, they had lapses, but they played it about as well as they can defensively considering who they're missing defensively. The Bulls did a solid job in this game. Again, I wouldn't say, not going to say it was the best job, but they did enough to win on the defensive end. Their offense is almost always going to take care of itself. The Bulls, 130 points. There are not that many teams that can put up that amount of scoring in the way that the Bulls did it. When you look at the Bulls, six players in double digits, Vooch, DeMar, uh, uh, Javante Green, and of course, Zach Levine, uh, adding to that from the bench, Kobe White, and surprisingly, Tony Bradley with 10 points in this uh, coming off the bench, and then another nine points from, my, from Matt Thomas. That's over 30 points from the bench from just those players. Then uh, uh, Troy Brown Jr. added three as well from him. This was a solid game from the Chicago Bulls, just looking at what everything did. Demar and Zach's minutes, both being sub 35 minutes a game. There's not that many. There's not that many times that we've been able to say that, unless some weirder stuff has happened. Um. So with all that being said, Io again with uh, six rebounds, 11 assists, two steals, uh, only three turnovers, and seven points in this game. This is the type of game that you want to see our Chicago Bulls play. And what I will say, I know people, and I've seen people talk about the amount of points that the Bulls give up, but I really do think. With this type of defensive effort that they gave in this game, a team in their normal shooting, it would have been an even bigger margin of victory for the Chicago Bulls. They did enough here. And when you talk about the way that the Bulls need to play defense, when you're having versatile defenders out there like uh, Lonzo and, and Alice Caruso, especially uh, players that have their defensive IQ and talk to their players while they're out there, when you talk about missing those type of players, this is about as best you can get on the defensive end from the Chicago Bulls. Like, yes, they've had better performances, especially with getting turnovers and things like that, that make things even more easy. Uh, 12 turnovers from the Blazers in this game. But overall, this Chicago Bulls team played solidly and in a way that I just look at it and I'm, I'm happy with the way our team played. I'm happy with the way our team played. They wouldn't give up 116 points if the Blazers did not get completely unconscious in, several, in, in many ways from three points, especially in that first half. So with that being said, solid win from our Bulls. Um, 
Zach is coming along more. We haven't had Zach at 100% really since the knee injury. He's had big scoring performances, but it always looked like something's a little bit off with him. Hopefully that's not something that turns over the course of the season. I know he says the knee is about as good as it's going to get. You can tell his team needed him. Um, it's good that he was able to get rest 33 minutes from Zach Levine in this game. Um, but DeMar DeRozan with four rebounds, 10 assists added also in this game, and two steals from DeMar DeRozan. Um, this was, a, again, I can, I can say all day, but one player that I want to really acknowledge in this game, well, two, because I want to acknowledge Javante Green and what he was able to do. Two for five from three-pointers. He hit, and the, both those three-pointers were kind of key. Six for nine overall from the field. 16 points from Javante Green. Three rebounds, one assist, one steal. This you don't get double digit scoring often from Javante Green, even though he does have that ability. But one thing with Javante and what he did is he hit his open shots and he played with that energy. Yeah, 24 minutes. They were looking to increase his minutes some, but it looked like he went down with the with the injury. I thought it was initially maybe he re-aggravated that groin. Seems like it was actually a rib injury, but Billy Donovan has said that it doesn't seem like it's gonna be anything lingering. But Nikola Vucevic and a player that Bulls fans, especially casual Bulls fans, have just zeroed in as being the reason why so many things go on with the Bulls. I've said it enough. I've talked about it. I've, I've paid enough lip service to it. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, somebody who's in the top 10 in every statistical category just about in their at their position, even defense people. Uh, with all that being said, it's just it was good to see. 11 for 15 from Vooch. Only two three-pointers from Vooch. That's the key in this game. 14 rebounds. Three assists, one steal, one block from Nikola Vucevic, and 24 points. This is what you want to see from Vooch, and this is what makes the game so much easier. But somebody else that I do want to acknowledge in this, and this is something that I said in the live stream afterwards, so this may not be a surprise to many of you, but the thing is, and I'm going to say this, people may get pissed off at me about this, especially the Lonzo Balls fans and stand, well, not fans, stands that we have now is the Ball family stands that are, have now joined the Bulls community. With that being said, though, it seems like Billy Donovan trusts uh, Io DeSumo more to run the offense than what he has Lonzo Ball. That's just one. Of, and now it could be a thing of roster construction, and it could be because Io isn't the shooter that Lonzo is and a lot of things like that. But what we're seeing, how we're seeing Lonzo develop as a playmaker and being trusted as a playmaker, not just in garbage time either, not just when the Bulls have the lead and Io really blossoming in that. What we're seeing over the course of this season, if you look at the staging, in seasons, the first uh, stage of the season was Io proving what he can bring defensively and the fact that he can bring a defensive effort on the Bulls that earned him minutes. Then he added to that showing that, hey, no, I can hit shots when 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 you can trust me to hit shots. And now we're seeing playmaking being added to Lonzo, I mean, to, uh, uh, to Io DeSumo's game. This is what I've been saying. Io is a complete guard and a point guard, and he's going to be around in this league for a very long time. I love to see the progression from Io DeSumo. Now, one thing before and, and before we end the talk about this game, I want to talk about Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley with six rebounds, three steals, 10 points off the bench for Tony Bradley. This was a good Tony Bradley game. And the one thing that I want to acknowledge in this, right, is that we don't get this from Tony Bradley very consistently. I don't know how, how many people are willing to bet on this for, get, to get this version of Tony Bradley consistently. But what I will say is that this highlights the Bulls' importance of needing a defensive big who can run the floor and hit open shots, which is exactly what I've been saying for the most part of the season. That's what we need from a big, a, somebody who can play the four and the five and come in and really give us solid minutes at that. And Tony Bradley, five for seven in this game. We got, a, we got especially one bad play of Butterfingers, Tony Bradley. But outside of that, it was really, really good, Tony Bradley, for, for today. No official turnovers, right, in this game from Tony Bradley, a plus minus of plus five. I do want to acknowledge him because, hey, 
I call out Tony Bradley when he's terrible and he's terrible more times than not. Um, but I do want to acknowledge the fact that we got t- good Tony Bradley today or last night, I should say. And it was a really it was just really good to see. It was really good to see him. And maybe just maybe him sitting on the bench and seeing Tyler Cook take his minutes in the last few games has made him wake up. Now, if he can string this together and be more consistent in this, it makes us that much more dangerous. And I would love to see that happen. I'm not willing to bet on that quite yet. I would need to see five to six games of this version of Tony Bradley. Like I said on the live stream, 80% of this version of Tony Bradley consistently, and then I'll be willing to bet on it. I'm not going to bet anyone, though. But before we end our game talk, I just want to end this, end it on this. When it came to seeing Alfonso McKinney's play yesterday, this was my reaction. Well, nigga, you got to go. <laughs> The fuck is wrong with you? I'm leaving it at that. Let's go ahead and get into the mailbag for today. Before we end, the first one comes from the 708 area code, and he leaves this about Io DeSumo. What's up, Hayes? How you doing? This is uh, Big Dre. How you doing, brother? I just want to make a comment about the Chicago Bulls rookie guard, Io DeSumo. Um, in a lot of ways, he projects to be like DeJounte Murray of the San Antonio Spurs, a big long, rangy guard that plays bigger because he is bigger and has a huge wingspan. And, uh, you know, it's very cerebral, especially on the defensive end, and it projects to be a really solid contributor on the offensive end. Never's going to be probably a great three-point shooter. Uh, Murray's not, and DeSumo probably won't be a great three-point shooter, uh, but as long as he can be respectable, because you can see right now that he's a little hesitant to pull the trigger on open on open shots. But overall, lately, his decision-making has been good, and it's led to the Bulls getting a lot of really good uh, post feeds and entry passes into the paint, particularly with DeSumo and uh, Nikola Jokic. So, yeah, that's my that's my comment, that DeSumo projects to be very similar to DeJounte Murray, who's also been all-defensive team selection. So I think, and we've seen that, um, the sumo is already a defensive standout as a rookie, so he only projects to get better on the defensive end as he gets stronger and more acclimated to the NBA game. That's my comment. Go Bulls. Here's what I want to say. If the Bulls, if that's the way that Io DeSumo develops, the Bulls not not only got a steal, they got a huge steal. And they already have that, right? Um, you know, I, I like the Drew Holiday comparisons. There's a lot of different point guards that you that that you can compare Ayo I- DeSumo to, and that's especially because he isn't done developing yet. We we are just scratching the surface. We're seeing so many things be added to Ayo DeSumo's game that, you know, you're right. I mean, I can't say that you're wrong. At the end of the day, we'll see. The proof is going to be in the pudding for Ayo, and as he continues to, to develop, as he continues to show this heart that he's shown so far, you just never know what the sky, the sky's the limit for him. The sky's the limit for him. And you and, until, I don't even know what I'm willing to say. Yes, he's 22 years old, slightly older rookie, um, but with that being said, it doesn't matter. Io is going to be a good player, and that's all that I'm worried about right now, right? Trying to compare him. I get it. Making comparison, it makes things easier to process. But overall, I really just don't, I'm not even willing, willing to 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 say to to say who who he compares to right now because he, he can develop past all of that. As of right now, like I keep saying, and the thing I'm gonna keep harping on until the end of time, to quote uh Tupac for right now, is that um, Io's gonna be in this league for a long time, and Io is, is is going to continue to develop. And I don't think to keep in mind, like we haven't even seen all of what Io, all of Io's skill set that he showed in college yet, much less what he can develop in the NBA skill set. Io ranks and he's stacking up with his potential of anybody 
in the lottery at this point in time. And I stand on that. And I'm going to I'm going to be happy to see this young man to, to continue to grow on this team. Now, we did have another voicemail from eight lives. Um, I'm going to have to attack that eight lives. My brother, listen, I know you're watching the video. Eight lives left three voicemails, right? Two of them over three minutes and one of them, I think almost two minutes. That's longer than some of my podcasts, Eight Lives. You, you're killing me, brother. But no, I appreciate the. Uh, I'm a. I'm a. I'm, you, you'll hear that from Eight Lives. I'm gonna. I'm gonna work on cutting it down into a more concise thing, and then I'll play it. Uh, but thank you. I want to uh, make sure to acknowledge Eight Lives as well. You guys will see in the comments a lot. Um, but he left quite a bit of information to break down. So we'll get into that one. But this last one comes from Shay, and Shay talks about Vooch. Hey, what's up, this Shay? I told you, man. I told you that Vucevic was gonna start coming around. Near February, now All-Star break is near. You're going to see a different him now. Look, I'm telling you, once the second half hit, he is going to be a monster. Watch I tell you, man. Peace. All right, so anyone who's around here for a while, you know Shay's been saying, well, hey, Shay, you said February, but he's been coming on since before February. So with that being said, I get it. I know Vooch is your guy. I know that's your thing. But hey, wait till February happens till we say I told you so, Shay. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Vooch, I, I've already said it. Even even when Vooch, a down version of Vooch gives you a, a double double, and that's not nothing to shake your head at. And for any Bulls fans who think, and you know, last, last video we had some people compare Vooch to Carlos Boozer, and uh, no, that's just foolishness. Um, but if Vooch can come on even more than this in the month of February and stuff, I can't wait to see it. I cannot wait to see. It. But let me know what you guys think about everything down below. Io and and who who some of the players that you compare Io to? What do you think his long term progression? And its potential is, what did you think about uh, what I said about the Bulls game? What do you think about Vooch so far? And do you think he's gonna he's keen in to have a bigger February than what he's had so far this season? That's it for, for me for today. Make sure you're going ahead and following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Also, not be afraid to leave a text or voicemail at 773-270-2799. That's it for me for today. And like I like to end everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.